Coming to you live from a shit store. Put all your shit in a backpack and take it somewhere. Bring it here and sell it. All your shit. We're located across the street from the Shit Museum and next to Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Travis. Hello, everyone. This is Brandon. And welcome to the the last Interdimensional RSS episode before we get fully underway with season three of Rick and Morty. Brandon, I, I almost wondered if this day would ever come. I wondered this. Wait, did we did we talk about this last week? Did we have the same like conversation last week that went this way? Know, I feel like we've had this conversation every week for uh, I don't know months now. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just having weird Rick deja vu. <laughs> uh, it didn't work. There were Rick deja vu where I I feel like we started the episode were similarly. <laughs> It's 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 very possible they they all run together, uh, but welcome unity, welcome to Interdimensional RSS. We are very excited that you could be here for yet another episode. We have so so much to talk about, uh, and you guys have have definitely done your fair share of getting us excited for season three. You have been hitting us up on all of our social media platforms. Uh, if you want to connect with the show. You can follow us on Twitter at Rick and Morty Pod. You can hit us up on our Reddit page, uh, Rick and Morty Podcast at Reddit.com. The <laughs> I just I just want to make it clear because we're not streaming this episode. Every time I, I rattle off <laughs> our social media stuff, Brandon shakes his head violently like like in a snoot. I don't have to, but I'm I'm drawing back the curtain. <laughs> I'm I'm revealing the inner workings of the show. I'm being the so inside snooty. baseball, if you. <laughs> so snooty. Uh, I've been called snooty in years. Let me just say, let me just say that outright. I I you're not I, you're not very I snooty. I don't think you're calling me guffaw. Snooty. <laughs> the fact that you use the word guffaw makes you very snooty. Uh, yeah. So hit us up on apatheticenthusiasm.com slash Rick and Morty podcast. You can send us an email, Rick and Morty podcast at gmail.com. Facebook. Are we doing Facebook now, Brandon? We do have a Facebook. Is- yeah. We've had a Facebook we- for a long time, uh, pretty much yeah. from the out, from the get go. But so I- when we, when we fired up this podcast, we, we, we locked down the Facebook page, Rick and Morty podcast, uh, and then did nothing with it. We did not promote it at all. Uh, and pretty much if you follow us on Twitter, you will see the exact same stuff on the Facebook page as on the Twitter page. But if you are one of those people that does not like to use Twitter and you're all over Facebook, head over to facebook.com slash Rick and Morty podcast. You can get all of our updates on there and communicate yeah. with us. I mean, uh, if you love using Facebook, you the, know, the, that's your thing. The coolest thing about that is if you don't like Twitter, you're basically following us on Twitter. If you go to our Facebook page. Yeah. But and it, it's it's you, a it's it's an interface you know and love already. So. <laughs> and if you click a link in our Facebook page, it takes you to Twitter. So you are supporting Twitter. Whether so either you like way, it or not. you're 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 it's just the back door to Twitter is all it is. <laughs> That's what our Facebook page is. Uh, but please follow us. Uh, and then if you want to support the show, maybe get a T-shirt with our logo on it. You can head over to our T Public page at apatheticenthusiasm.com/shop. Uh, you can get our shirt or so many other Rick and Morty designs are available up there. Uh, there are sales going on all the time. So head over, grab a shirt, grab a sticker, grab whatever, grab a friend. It's Rick and Morty time. Uh, Brandon, <laughs> are are you ready? Are you, are you ready to do this? Y'all ready? <laughs> Y'all ready? <laughs> you 
you know what's funny is we're 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 making was... the adjustment to recording on Monday nights, and I feel like there's a there's a different vibe. There's that hey, I'm excited to be out of work vibe coming off of you right now, uh, would, and would... and with we should ride that vibe. We should ride it. I was so rambunctious at work today. <laughs> we would have we would, we would have recorded earlier, but I got stuck in a meeting that they happened to move to three o'clock in the afternoon and i know those meetings last an hour and a half to two hours usually so i was being particularly rambunctious in this meeting and i'm just <laughs> i was just stoked i'm just stoked to get out here and talk to you guys unity and travis unity and, and me i although uh i i, I want to say off the top uh if you didn't catch last week's episode uh it was amazing the interview with brian was more than I could have hoped for. Uh, and even though he cursed me and my family for not being there, uh, I still appreciate him and, and everything he had to say on there. Definitely go back and check out that episode if you haven't yet. Uh, but with, with, without any further ado, no more ado whatsoever. It's time for semi-pertinent news. Semi-pertinent Time pertinent news. Oh, it dr- it dr- <laughs> it dropped there at the end. It, it took a turn. That was that was intriguing, Brandon. I yeah, I, I had the fader. I had the fader on, and then uh, you know I switched yeah, you, to you it. You took one of your headphone things <laughs> off in the middle, like just to get the. I was I was impressed. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, what's what's first up in in our little realm of semi pertinent Rick and Morty news? First off. Over at Honolulu Comic Con this weekend, if you're in Hawaii and you happen to listen to the show, thank you, first of all. Second, if you're going to the Honolulu Comic Con, first up, Friday night, 6 p.m., I'm hosting a panel on geeks and podcasting, and I invited some friends who are also geeks to be on the podcast panel. But that's only semi-pertinent to this podcast. The next day... I am going to be the voice of Rick for a reading of Me Seeks and Destroy. <laughs> Are you going to be reading it as Rick or as a as an old woman? Because that's how that's how you're promoting it right now. Did, did I did I did I tell the story on the show last week? No, I didn't tell the story. No. So I we did like a little script reading, like we did a pre-script reading of the script reading at this like little like. Uh, empty food court area outside this comic store. And, uh, you know, it's just me and five other folks. And I was doing my, my Rick voice reading the script. And there's this like maybe nine, 10, 11 year old kid who was listening the entire time. And then he, he, he came up after we're done reading the script. And he's like, excuse me, mister. <laughs> His voice wasn't that high, but I'll stick with it. Excuse me, mister. <laughs> Are you the voice of Ricky on your show? And I was like, get out of here, kid. You don't know me. I'm just Royland. Do, do your research, you little jerk. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Everybody but, knows that, that writer and creator Justin Royland is also a voice of both <laughs> Rick and Morty at the same time. I'm I'm a voice <laughs> of strong uh, I couldn't do it that time. But, uh, anyways, so I was I was super I was super thankful and appreciative of that little kid for that. I, I didn't think I did that great, but yeah, we'll see. I'm gonna try to get it recorded. And then post yeah, it. I would. I. I have. I, every. Every part of me wishes I could be there in Hawaii, uh, for this event, not just because it's Hawaii. Um, and and, you but know, and, if, and I'm so and I'm so embarrassed 
to do it like here on the show or like to friends when they're like, oh yeah, do do the impression for us. I'm like, I can't, I can't do it for you right now. Nah, I, better I, I not. I don't know why, because I'm about to get up in front of so many strangers and do exactly that. I, and I hope for your sake it is so many strangers. Uh, <laughs> and, and not just like three people that are like, well, let's see what these guys are doing. Oh, this um, guy sucks. <laughs> but yeah, definitely go check out Brandon as he as he does his best Rick impression over at the Honolulu Comic Con. Uh, another quick plug for the podcast awards. The nomination period is wrapping up very soon. Uh, so if you haven't gotten a chance to head out to the podcast awards and nominate Interdimensional RSS for an award in the TV and film category, we would highly appreciate it if you took it. It's like two minutes tops. Yeah. yeah. And uh, head over there and, and, and promote the show and, and show the Rick and Morty love for this podcast. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean we'll win an award, but it would be nice just to be nominated. Exactly right. Uh, uh, yeah. And you can go there at podcastawards.com. You just have to toss in your email. And again, best in TV and film and also people's choice were there. We're not hawking that so much. But uh, yeah. if you like if you like this show and you want to hear more <laughs> me talking in half strong bad voice, please nominate us. Yeah. Uh, one, one final bit that one little bit that we're going to talk about in the uh, semi-pertinent news category because there's a whole lot of news that's going to pretty much take up the entire main thing. Uh, but interdimensional cable, interdimensional cable three, uh, in comic form, uh, is out now from uh, Omni Press. Uh, if you guys remember way back when we had Kyle Starks on the podcast, uh, he does the writing over at the Rick and Morty comic. He does some of the writing, and uh, they have done their own spin on interdimensional cable. Uh, if you are a fan of this podcast, you know that Brandon and I absolutely love the interdimensional cable episodes. And now they have done a comic version. Uh, I have not gotten my copy yet, but I am very excited to check it out. Uh, hopefully soon. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You got it. You got it, Travis. That's very good. Got it. You got it. That's very good. You got it. Um, and now, yeah, and now that I've podcast. finally caught up on all of my pull list at the comic shop after dropping <laughs> like a hundred a hundo. Uh, I can I can finally feel good about walking back into that place. Yes, yes, very very good. Uh, also, um, I'm reading as Rick's voice for the Honolulu Comic Con. Oh, I checked that out. Oh, you you, met, you mentioned that one. Podcast Awards at podcastawards.com. <laughs> yep, you got you got it. Oh, Are shit. you just rereading everything we already said? I am. T Public www. Okay. Uh, what's next, <laughs> Travis? What do we got? I I think it's time for what everybody has been talking about. It's time for the main thing. Main thing. Main thing. Main thing. Main thing. <laughs> uh, you, out of the park, Brandon. You're <laughs> out of the Petco park. You're just crushing <laughs> them this week. Uh, that's right. Uh, it's it's Comic Con week, guys. Yeah. Uh, last weekend was the weekend for comic-con san diego comic-con uh the nerds have overtaken my hometown and uh unfortunately brandon and i couldn't be there nope but we had a serious case of fomo Mm -hmm. and uh and there's so much to talk about it's i don't know like i i didn't hear from a lot of there were a couple people that were familiar with the podcast who were at the show um we got to hear a little bit from them but uh for the most part 
not not a whole lot of folks directly tied to this podcast not real members of unity not not like you loyal listener um (laughs) but we did get to uh, talk to some folks about their experiences out there and uh first up we want to talk about some of the exclusive swag that you could have gotten uh, out there exclusive (laughs) um exclusive until it's sold at target like a, a year later yeah, I don't know. That's my that's my one issue with with Comic Con exclusives, like the pop vinyl figs and stuff. Yeah, is you'll see like a certain one that's like, oh, it's the San Diego Comic Con exclusive, and then I see it like at like Target or Walmart like a year later. Right, and I'm right. like, there's no statue of limitations on exclusives. Or or like it, or, it, or it comes in like the loot crate the next month, or that yeah, month. Yeah, that even. that too. That 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 does happen. Yeah. Uh, which shout out to Loot Crate for my Rick and Morty figure. Peace among worlds. I have to hide it from my kids. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you, Loot Crate, for sponsoring us. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> uh, first, first exclusive. So Zen Monkey Studios. I I tweet at them all the time. S- certainly, that Twitter account is going to ban me eventually because I just I just like everything. I'm like, hey, look with at any me. Luck. Look at me, Zen Monkey Studios. And uh, sometimes they they respond. Uh, they actually responded to my FOMO. It doesn't. Okay. I'm getting away from it. Anyways, they do pins and they do shirts. And one of the exclusives at, at Comic-Con was Pickle Rick. I'm Pickle Rick. That's not Rick's voice. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do it. You're not going to trick me into doing it, Travis. Pickle Rick. It's somehow, a little, it's somehow a little pin. it'll happen. Tra- Travis, do you have any Rick and Morty pins? I don't have any pins uh, for Rick and Morty. I don't. I actually have way more pins than I'm probably comfortable talking about uh, as an adult, but most of them are Disney pins from my Disney days when I used to frequent Disney theme parks. Um, and then I've got tons of like the loot pins and stuff that come in loot crates. Uh, but I don't have any Rick and I haven't really gone out and purchased pins individually or like ordered any pins. And yeah. I think in part because all of those pins that I just mentioned sit in a box right over there <laughs> uh and and i don't put them on i don't wear cool jackets that i pin things onto i don't yeah. i don't really know how to properly display my pins if you if you have a recommendation for how i should uh use this uh bob's burgers pin that i just got in a loot crate oh, or nice. any other pin that i have i don't i don't know i don't know what to do with them unity let me know hit us up on yeah. on facebook or twitter let me know what to do what? with my pins because i don't know when I, when I when I was a kid, I had a cool blue Dickies jacket, and I would I'd put Dark Side of the Moon, the 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 triangle with God, what's that what's that thing called? It's a prism. It's prism. A prism. Ah, there you go. I want a Folsom Prism Blues. Is uh, the <laughs> that's all that Big Floyd didn't sing. Uh, but I would have I would put like patches and stuff like that on there, and you know if I was still if I was still sixteen, one I would be stuck in the nineties still. But two, I would be totally wearing some Rick and Morty pins. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, I, I maybe I'll get a fanny pack. Ooh, I can put them on those. I hear they're coming back. Maybe I can get a maybe I can get one of those men's uh, onesie jumper things and yeah. just cover it in trading pins. Your 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 daughters and Girl Scouts just grab like one of her sashes and yeah. and put pins on it. Nailed it. That's yeah. that's what we're gonna do. Uh, well, <laughs> Aside from the pickle Rick pen, uh, uh, there's gold. also the Golden God Rick. Ooh, uh, which this was a this was a loot crate exclusive, right? I think so. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, yeah, I, yeah. One of my one of my coworkers, Jake, went down to Comic Con this last weekend, and I was like, if you can grab that for me, I will I will pay you back. I don't know. Absolutely. I don't think he did. Yeah, I'm pre- I'm pretty sure it's the same Rick that was released in the loot crate, uh, but completely gold. Uh, I think they also sent out like a hundred of them to actual looters, um, which is which kind of cool. I did I didn't get that, and I'm fine with it because I actually prefer the uh, the OG Rick uh, in his in his natural form. Sure. Uh, but yeah, uh, obvi- and along with that, there are tons of really cool uh, prints and artwork and things that we saw tweeted out uh, all over the weekend uh, that. I mean, not all that's exclusive to San Diego Comic-Con. Some of these folks uh, travel around and, and do the Comic-Con circuit, if you will. So uh, if you have a local Comic-Con that's near you and you are going to attend, uh, check. Be, you might be surprised by some of the awesome Rick and Morty art that you'll find. Uh, every Comic-Con I've been to in the last couple of years has had really cool Rick and Morty stuff at it. That's right. Yeah, and, and Jake was saying like the Comic-Con was just full of Rick and Morty stuff. Uh, like, like the picture, you guys can't see it, but I have a picture of Rick and Morty in the background that I picked up out here at a comic con in Hawaii. Uh, but, uh, was that picture was, uh, Sarah Chalk took a picture of it and then she retweeted. So I thought that was, yeah. I'm a trendsetter. Sorry. That's, that's my phone. Are, are I was you look- using Siri? Are you trying to look something up while we do the podcast? Oh, so I didn't mean to do this, but I accidentally like activated Siri. So I just want to say what Siri, <laughs> what Siri wrote down. Uh, you guys can't see it, but I have a background bag pick up and hear the comic on. And why was that picture was Sir Talk To? Sir Talk To? That's <laughs> that's that's the voice actress's official new nickname on the show. <laughs> Sir Talk I've already To. Forgot. Sir Talk To, the voice of Beth. Uh, so let's let's get into some of the the panel action that took place over at Comic Con. Uh, obviously, we we hyped the Science of Rick and Morty podcast. Uh, I'm sorry, not podcast, panel uh, that took place, but there was also a dedicated Rick and Morty panel that I was able to, thanks to the good folks of the internet who were there and did some bootleg video and posted it to YouTube, I was able to watch a little bit of the panel for myself, and uh, some cool things happened. Uh, There were some some clips that they showed that were not included in the YouTube video, Mm -hmm. Uh, but this was where... Uh, Justin revealed very early on in the panel uh, after someone mentioned Szechuan sauce. Oh, I think somebody was dressed as a Szechuan, <laughs> Szechuan sauce packet in like the first row. Uh, but Justin Royland mentioned that McDonald's had contacted him and they're going to be sending him a very large jug yes. of Szechuan sauce, the original Szechuan recipe from the Mulan era. <laughs> and they're going to uh, videotape themselves very soon. Uh, cracking that baby open and <laughs> dipping some nugs and uh, get their reaction for better or worse. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how that sauce holds up. Food poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, it's funny because like, I'm pretty sure they didn't like find an old vat of Szechuan sauce and they're like, just ship it to this crazy kook that works at the cartoon channel. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're like, all right, somebody look up the recipe, make the sauce, send it to them. This will be good publicity for us because everybody loves Rick and Morty. Yeah. Please don't send them a bad batch. We don't want to be sued. <laughs> part, of, part of me is afraid that, like, for for Justin, that he's going to open this vat of sauce and, like, the ecstasy is going to wash over him 
and then he's gonna like dip a nugget and take a bite <laughs> and he's gonna like hate it and he's oh. gonna be like oh it doesn't live up to what I thought it would. You know, I used to love Cadbury cream eggs so much as a kid, right? <laughs> and and as an adult, I still like them, but they're not there's they just don't have the same like oomph. They don't have the same like, also, creamy yolk that they You used know, to, I also I like. wonder is that you changing or is that the Cadbury cream egg changing? Oh yeah. Cuz cuz these recipes they evolve over time. I'm That's just right. saying. What came first, the know, Cadbury or the cream egg? Guess we'll never know. Probably, probably Cadbury. That's the brand name. I don't Guess know. we'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> uh, uh, another th- another thing that came up in the uh, panel, they were asked, uh, Dan and Justin, if there was one non-Smith family, non-main character that they could choose to do a spinoff show of, that they could pick someone and, and do their own adventures and things like that. Uh, they batted around a few ideas. They mentioned Squanchy for, for a minute there, but they ultimately landed on uh, one of my personal fav- favorites, Crumbopulous Michael. Yeah. And uh, I I would just love to see that show. I think it would be great. Just every adventure he goes off killing again. Um, obviously, it would have to be some sort of a, a, a like a flashback type of thing because we know what his ultimate fate ends up being. Uh, but I still think that that show would be great. Yeah, and in in his in his day job, he is actually just a a FedEx employee, and he's married to that woman from King of Queens, <laughs> and it's actually like, just he's just actually uh, King of Queens. It's just that show. Right. And then... <laughs> Maybe I'll just start watching King of Queens, but every time <laughs> I see uh, whatever that dude's name is, I'll just think of a. Uh... Oh, crumbopulous. Yeah, Michael. Leah Romini. Yeah, it's just him that, and Leah. Yeah, Romini that's her name. Just hanging out, King of Queens style. <laughs> uh, what what else? What else went down at the old panel there? What happened at the old panel? Uh, we can we can say. Um, I don't know. Do you have anything specific you want to mention about the panel? Uh oh. So one of the uh, first questions in the in the Q and A line was actually a group of. Very awesome looking uh Meeseeks cosplayers. Yes. And uh it was I think it was like four different Meeseeks. They all had like different the different Meeseeks heads, like with the different expressions. One yeah. of them was dressed as like the golfing Meeseeks. <laughs> and he so he had like the green hat and the like caddy vest or whatever. Uh they also had a ton of signs so that like with, with uh the classic Meeseeks phrases. Uh and a Ultimately, they eventually got around to asking the question, would a Meeseeks, uh, or would there be another Meeseeks episode in season three? Uh, this, this we talked about during, I think, the Adult Swim live stream uh, from a few weeks back, where I think they got the question that week, that time as, as well. And they have said that every time they try to put a Meeseeks, or put Meeseeks back in an episode, they kind of overwhelm the episode and then kind of get taken out. So uh, I don't know. I, I like Meeseeks, don't get me wrong. I like them, but I, I'm still a little shocked by how much the Meeseeks love is just rampant across every every interview and every uh, sort of appearance that the creators do. Uh, people love them Meeseeks, and they, uh, they really they really do. And you know, I've 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 said this on the show multiple times that I didn't know what the appeal of the Meeseeks was, but after doing a couple script readings of it and. <laughs> And let me just let me just say, doing 
I, I script read with my wife just to start off with and doing like the me seeks voice. Like I was doing Rick and uh, the me seeks and there's a part in the script where it's just them talking to each other. They're like, why'd you rope me into this? He roped, roped me into this, but he roped yeah. me into this. Yeah. Well, he roped me into this. Right. And, and just, I did it better when I practiced, but uh, just like that part is like so funny to me doing it and I, you know I've, I've learned i've learned to appreciate it I've, i appreciate the me seeks now and i'm pretty sure those are justin roiland as well right he did the voice for the me seeks i'm uh, not i'm not a hundy on that i'm not a hundy if he if he doesn't he does a killer impression of the me seeks because uh, because he because he did a little bit of ad lib on stage for them as well oh, um fantastic. yeah but but that was the panel uh hopefully you guys have gotten a chance to check it out if you haven't there may still be some youtube uh, clips available that you can you can go see. Uh, hopefully they haven't been taken down. No right. cease and desist have been issued. Uh, but yeah, and then so that was the panel. And now let's move on to what later was, on that evening. It was like the event of the weekend, in my opinion. Yes, uh, and that was the uh, special screening season of three episode Justice two. League, Dawn of Justice. Right, that there. So there are so many trailers and announcements from Comic-Con that are worthy of discussion. I think those are worthy of an apathetic enthusiasm Thor, discussion. Thor, Ragnarok. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just going to plug right now. If you want to hear us talk about all that other crap, go check out our other podcast <laughs> when we decide to record it. Yeah. Um, but, but on a serious note, Travis, stop, stop fucking around for one second. And let's talk about the event of the weekend. And that, of course, is over at Petco Park Saturday night. They got all these Rick and Morty fans, 4,000, 4,000 turned away, and they filled up Petco Park. Uh, and they, they pretty much streamed Season 3, Episode 1, and Season 3, Episode 2, before the rest of us. Those, those sons <laughs> of bitches. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's so, that's that, so awesome. Okay, so I, I want to talk about a few things in, in regards to this Petco premiere, right? Uh, first and foremost... It looked amazing. Uh, Adult Swim did a killer job on this event. Uh, all of the SEAL Team Rick's uh, masks that they handed out to everyone yeah. and that group shot they got of everybody wearing the masks, uh, I would love to have one of those. Uh, I also saw some pictures on Instagram after the event. They were doing balloon animals that were Rick and Morty themed, so you could yep. get a little balloon animal Meeseeks or a Plumbus, uh, some other stuff as well. Um there were, I mean, obviously, uh, the voice actors were there, uh, interacting with fans. Um, they, my, my issue, my one problem is, uh, Petco park was built when I was still living in San Diego. Uh, it is an awesome stadium. Uh, but there is like out in the outfield, there is, um, an area that's got like a little beach. It's like a sandbox. And then there's like, um, this lawn area. And that's a cool place. They have a small baseball diamond where kids can play out there. And uh, it's a really cool interactive environment. And even if you don't like pay for the full like tickets to go to a baseball game, you can still go hang out look, over there. Look, we don't need an advertisement uh, for Petco Park. Here's, here's what are you the gonna, deal, what are you here's the deal Brandon. <laughs> that grassy area is where they held this event. So the fact that you mentioned that they had 4,000 people in attendance and that they had to turn away 4,000 people like it wasn't in the baseball stadium. Like they didn't actually do this in the venue that could literally hold 
thousands of people. Uh, so, and I, and I'm sure there are some complications with trying to book an entire stadium for an event like this. And I really, I really do appreciate, uh, that they were able to hold such an awesome event on such a relatively small space. Uh, but I don't know. I, I feel like maybe they underestimated what the turnout would be because they could have easily set up a, a screen in center field and and filled up that freaking stadium. Yeah, I'm 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 sure they could have, Travis. Thank you for thank you for telling us all about the wonderful aspects of Petco Park, not the stadium. It's, it's an amazing ball it's an amazing ballpark. <laughs> I, I don't particularly love baseball, but it's it's a great place to see see a game. <laughs> um well, we would have been if we had gone and this is the FOMO talking. If we had gone, we we would have waited for like 30 hours in order to get into that that place. It, Absolutely, it, and you know it's uh, actually you know I'll, I'll save this for closing comments on comics on stuff. Uh, let's let's move on for now. Uh, we did. I was up on Twitter while Travis was sleeping comfortably in his bed, and I was trying to yep. interact with as many folks as I could on Twitter to, just to find out, like, hey, you guys saw it, you were there, you were there, damn it, you know, like people know where they were when Kennedy was shot, other people know where they were <laughs> when when Trump became president, but here. Like you guys knew what season three, episode two looked like. So I got actually, I didn't get many responses, but I got a few uh, over at the Daniel Wolf. He writes or she, I didn't, I didn't do my research. Morty is the strongest there is. Hashtag blood dome. Ooh, what do you think mm. that means, Travis? Spo- spoilerific. Uh, well, uh, we, we do know that this episode is the episode that appears to be a Mad Max uh, sort of themed episode. Uh, there is a clip floating around the internet right now where there looks like there is some sort of Thunderdome type. Maybe that's the Blood Dome. Ooh. Uh, and and I'm just speculating, but maybe there's a situation where Morty has to go toe-to-toe with one or many of these ruffians inside Ooh. the Blood Dome. Uh, we'll see. We'll see this week. This freaking week. <laughs> this week. Ooh. Ooh. Six days from now. Oh my God! Sunday's gonna be packed. Okay. Uh, all right. So just to follow up that tweet, Ortafelli, yo. I don't know if I ex- I don't know if I accidentally uppercase that or not, but it's Ortafelli, yo. Uh, he or she writes, "It was dope af. It was dope cool. af. Dope af. It was dope Air Force. Uh, and then I." <laughs> I did. I did see. I did see. They didn't respond to me, but I did see as I was browsing through. A lot of people were like, "Oh my god, it's so awesome! Oh, it was really great." I did see one person who was like, uh, you know, "I was kind of let down, to be honest with you." Um, their their account is banned. I reported them for being shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Twitter bannable how, offense. Being how shits. dare you have a different opinion about this show? <laughs> Uh, but you know, uh, and and that's something we really should talk about is the potential for letdown in season three. No, um, I I I'm not I'm not expecting to be let down. I from everything I've seen so far, it looks like it's going to be an amazing season. But there are people that that may have gotten overhyped. It's it is a it is a real thing. Uh, um, you we'll know, see. I don't know. When we got surprised with the April Fools' episode, you know, we. We got surprised, and it was and it was still good. I will admit that the the first time I watched it, I was like, okay, all right, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good, and I laughed a lot. Um, and I I appreciate it more as I as I go on. 
I don't know. Excellent. I don't. I'm not going to be let down. I <laughs> no, refuse to no, be. No, I, I don't expect. Yeah, it will not happen. <laughs> uh, but <clears throat> but I think I you know that's it. And uh, there there's other stuff. There's lots of cosplay other than just the me seeks. Uh, there's so much stuff that happened at San Diego Comic Con, and I just like Travis and I. We talked about it over this weekend, and we we're just by the, by the time we realized that we what we had with this show. It was too late to get tickets to Comic Con. I think is is part of the the problem, and just as I was just li- watching the tweets, listening, w- watching videos, I was like, "This is where we should have been there. We should have been there, participating in this uh, awesome stuff." And it is my goal to somehow by next year be involved in Rick and Morty Con stuff. Which, by the way, Mike yeah, McMahon I'm, on Twitter said, "Like, hey, I think we should have a Rick and Morty con." I agree. Sign us up. We will. We will be there. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We we definitely want to do everything we can to get out into Comic Con. Uh, thanks again to everybody that that sent us some messages or things from there. Uh, I will. I will. I'm already planning the trip home. Uh, so please buy a T-shirt. I'll help us get to Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, all right, it is now time for one of my favorite segments of the show, listener suggestions and short outs. Mm-hmm. What do we got first, Brandon? Uh, I just want to say everyone who sends us pictures on Twitter, on Facebook, <laughs> everyone who sends Facebook <laughs> pictures to us, everybody, uh, and, and in our Reddit, thank you so much for posting all that stuff. We really appreciate it. And of course, if you send us something, a tweet, we will retweet the shit out of it. So please, please shoot us some stuff, and uh, we'll we'll pass the word on. Next up, uh, okay. Next up, uh, we got a really really great email from Cat Schneider. Uh, the email reads, "Hey there, smiley face emoticon. Uh, my name is Cat, and I'm just going to start off by saying how amazing you got your guys' podcast chemistry is. Uh, it is." It's great, Brandon, our, our <laughs> chemistry. That, that's a side note. That's not actually in the email. Uh, I work full-time at an animal shelter, so to keep me entertained while I clean dog and cat shit for eight hours, I listen to podcasts. And I haven't listened to a this good. I haven't listened to one this good in such a long time. You wrote I can't this. read, Brandon. You wrote this, man. I, I didn't write the email, but apparently I, I copy-pasted it. Uh, I've listened to the episodes multiple times, and they never fail to brighten my day. Keep up the awesome work. I look forward to hear the great conversations that arise once Season 3 finally comes out. Oh, and I don't know if there's a theory out there yet, but is it just me, or is Pickle Rick's Google hat thing? Goggle hat. Been, goggle hat? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a goggle hat. Google has uh, two Google hat thing. I can't read. I can't read good. Uh, is Pickle Rick's goggle hat thing been shown in previous season one and two episodes? Thank you, guys. Uh, do you, are you aware of the Google hat that she speaks of? <laughs> I have not seen the Google hat. That's uh, maybe, maybe it's, so maybe it's I think, out there. I, I, I haven't looked it up, though. I think this might be in reference to uh, some of the clips that we've seen i think we saw it in the teaser trailer for season three um and some of the the posts that are being pushed out right now uh when when pickle rick has some additional appendages and jumps out of the toilet he's got sort of this mask thing on that he kind of flips over does his epic jump out of the toilet and then like flips it back 
I want to say it's some sort of like mouse head that he's affixed some some goggles to. Yeah. Um. D- and d- and I don't think that's been in any other episode. Well, in in the animatics, right from from last year's Comic Con, where uh, he's fighting with the rats, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's 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 a direct animatic from. Yeah. This episode. This episode. It's, it's my thought right. that he. I don't know. I haven't seen the episode. It's just my thought that he like kills one of the rats and then uses the rat's head to traverse the toilet path. You know, I, I'm so intrigued by this episode, this pickle Rick episode. I know it's not going to be this next episode. I know we're going to have to wait at least another week. Yeah. Uh, but it is the, the premise of it, why he's turned himself into a pickle. Like it's so bizarre. Um, but you know, it's, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a great reason for it. Uh, thank you so much to Cat for for your email, and thank you for for listening to the podcast yeah. while you clean up the feces of animals, <laughs> cat and dog alike. Uh, uh, what what <laughs> I I do I do have I, I when we we're talking about uh, the tweets over for the Comic Con stuff, I forgot one. I forgot one response that I got. Well, actually, it wasn't a response. It's one I read. It was a guy who's I'll I'll just say his tweet. It's at mass uh, masonimus masonimus. And he writes, I just got out of the Rick and Morty thing and I saw a car parked with the lights on and there was a dude eating his girl's pussy like <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Then a, then a second tweet, A, why the fuck can't y'all wait to get home? Two, why the fuck near Comic-Con of all places? Yeah, it's 10 p.m. here, but people are still all over. Three, got damn. <laughs> and I, I, I laughed and said, of all the Rick and Morty after episode reaction tweets, Yours is by far my favorite. Uh, uh, so I, just I, I was wondering if you were going to mention that tweet. Uh, first off, hilarious observation. Thank you for sharing that with the internet. Uh, <laughs> second, yeah, America's finest city. Glowing endorsement for, for my hometown <laughs> once again. Uh, yeah, I don't know. People people mix it up at Comic-Con. They do crazy things. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of hotel rooms available downtown. I <laughs> Maybe right. maybe find one or like a, a back alley where there's not thousands of people exiting an event. Uh, either way. Uh, anyway. Thanks, Ms. Uh, finally, over on Reddit, uh, this isn't a direct uh, thing for us. You guys post awesome stuff on the Rick and Morty podcast subreddit, but I was perusing the Rick and Morty subreddit proper and uh, I noticed a lot of pickle posts. Have you yes. have you seen these, Brandon? Uh, I, basically, I, I people are t- <laughs> basically people are taking Rick's face and finding just about anything that rhymes with the word pickle, <laughs> and putting Rick's face on it, and then doing like tickle Rick or fickle Rick or uh, clickle Icicle Rick, Rick, and the yeah, and you know if the Schwift posting hadn't reached an ultimate you know, a high level. Uh, I think, I think they've, they've surpassed it. Um, <laughs> if, if for no other reason than to kind of minimize this type of behavior on across Reddit, uh, I am so excited that season three <laughs> is, is only six days away. It crack, cracks me up, cracks me up. Uh, and Travis, you know, in unity, we've been, we've been joking about this Facebook page that we've never used before, but we actually do get some comments on there. We've, we have actually had some people send messages to us that we, we've ignored. Not we, we haven't ignored. We just didn't realize they were there because why would we check that? Uh, we, we got, we got a message from drew. Uh, and yeah, like 
he says, like it states in the Meeseeks episode, Morty is in charge of every 10th adventure. And let's say adventures are episodes. Swifty would be the 10th episode adventure and Morty's turn. And what does he constantly do? Takes the portal gun and essentially takes control of the adventure. Ooh. Mm. And his, he postulates that Rick let Morty do that because it was the 10th adventure. And then number two, well, do you want to do you want to talk to that, or are you? I I I do for a second. I I I think while that is an awesome idea, I also don't think it is beyond Rick to say, yeah, sure, Morty, you can uh, you can do every tenth adventure, and then so long as Morty doesn't bring it up, never actually bring it up himself. Like like he's he he like he's just saying that to kind of appease Morty in that moment, yeah. and then I don't think there's like an like an abacus or something where they're like they're checking off every 10th adventure and they're like, Oh, this is a Morty one. Um, but as, he could as be far right. as he could, be as right. far as callbacks are concerned and jokes, let me just say this thing about callbacks. I saw this article the other day and it was, it's about, it was about the callback to episode, the, the, the pilot episode and then the end of season three, episode one. Right. And, and the video was them side by side that the ending of both episodes synced up and it was like, look how genius it is that they're synced up and called back. First of all, like none of the dialogue went together, and and but it was just weird to me that like three months after the new episode airs, there there's just now an article. It's like, whoa, look at the pilot and look at season three, episode one. It was just it was just like a, a weird thing. It was just weird. And in all in all fairness, there were there were articles floating around about that like right after the April premiere. And then I think this was more of like a callback to that callback. <laughs> like they were just like, "Hey, let's let's mention this again because oh, that shit. We need Rick and Morty content that, that before the new bait. season comes. That up. clickbait incepted. They gotcha. Me. They gotcha. <laughs> uh, anyways, I, I don't know, Drew. Keep keep tabs on if the tenth, the next tenth episode is a Morty adventure, and then send us a message again and say how wrong Travis is. Yeah, it's what uh, I do uh, every day. Yeah. It's, I, I, I am corrected constantly and Except I'm fine with ready that. player one. We can't, we can't agree on that one. That's, um, that's another apathetic enthusiasm discussion. <laughs> Stay tuned folks. Uh, but, uh, and it, he just throws this out there and we don't have to answer this, but more of a discussion point. What would happen if you told Mr. Meeseeks to never go away? Ooh. Ah, the, uh, the old Meeseeks paradox. Um, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I read about this. No, it's in weird. Blairacasty's third trinome. Nah, <laughs> nah. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, thanks everybody for all of your uh, contact stuff. Uh, every everything that you guys do uh, to support the show. Uh, you guys are still leaving reviews. That's awesome. Uh, please continue to do that. Uh, I'm. <clears throat> excuse me. I, I want to make one final plug for the show. Yeah. Uh, this is this is our last episode before season three starts. Yeah. Uh, I know that when the season three premiere came out on April 1st, we had a huge explosion of new listeners. And we're hoping that the same thing happens as season three uh, is on every week. But you can explosion. definitely help us out. Go out to iTunes or Google Play or whatever podcatcher you use, Stitcher. And uh, leave a review, preferably five stars, if you actually enjoy the show. Uh, that is going to help the show to 
get out to new people. Uh, but really, if you're following us on any social media, be it Facebook or Twitter or things like that, uh, give us a retweet. You know, like share the show with your circle of friends. Uh, it'll really help to get the show in front of a new audience, and that way we can have the biggest and best unity possible as we go to, through season three. Uh, yeah, and I'm I'm just really excited for it, Brandon. I'm I'm stoked, but man, my t- my Sunday is gonna be busy AF. With, yeah, between yeah. Twin Peaks, Game of Thrones, and now Rick and Morty. And and with that in mind, I want to remind everybody we are recording this on a Monday night. And all new episodes for season three will be recorded on Mondays. That'll give us about a day to watch the episode, collect our thoughts, and, and as well as collect the thoughts of you guys and present those to you. We're hoping to have some great guests as season three continues on. Uh, and then hopefully each new episode will come out no later than Tuesday. Uh, but thank you so much to everybody for supporting the show, uh, just for, for being an awesome group of uh, co-fans and uh, this is it. Next episode, we will be talking about season three, episode two. Uh, what is it? The the Rick? No, no, that's that's, that's... Rick Shank Redemption was 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 the premiere. It's, Rick Mansing uh, the Stone. Rick Mansing the Stone. Uh, I'm excited, Brandon. Anything else before we get out of here? No, let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Swang Bad. Uh, all right. Until next week, I'm Travis. I'm Brandon. Thank you guys for listening. Bye-bye.